0: Working in the field of performance, photography, painting, sound, installations and film he will dive and discover with us and a weekly creative guest into the unknown and exciting deep ocean of the creative mind.
1: This is Detlef Schlich and today we dive into the deep and unknown exciting ocean of our creative mind with Pythagoras, actually the Echoes of Pythagoras. Um, I call this podcast The Numbers in the Digital Age. I would say, first of all, hi, my dear listeners. Today we're embarking on a journey back in time to the birthplace of philosophy and mathematics to meet a man whose ideas still echo in our digital age. We're talking about Pythagoras, who was born in Samos around 570 BC, often hailed as the first pure mathematician. So yeah, looking forward with you to go through my research. Ah, but first of all, I'd like to, again, like always, to thank all my listeners from all over the world, my really faithful community in America, in Australia, Canada, New Zealand, Japan, Argentina, Germany, Ireland, uh, here in Europe, uh, Italy, Spain, uh, here in Ireland especially, Cork, Ballinspittle, Skiverine, Bali de etc., etc. Guys, it's great to have you on board, and uh, I really appreciate your comments and... Thank you for your donations as well. Don't hesitate to invite people to this podcast, or share this podcast. I mean, that helps me a lot. Or just share when I have new podcast informations to other people, because so uh, you can make sure that that you spread the information to the podcast. If you like it, you know, okay. Uh, or just invite friends to the uh, Isle of West Cork Artists Group at Facebook, where we can share our love to art. on or maybe just join into the discussion of, of our subjects, whatever, you know. Or follow on Instagram, my account, it's at Dutchlish or at Artitude, or at I Love West Cork Artists, where you can see my posts, which are in relation to the weekly subject, or even to other projects, which I'm just working on, like proposals, etc., etc. So, yeah, that would be great be nice to, to keep in contact to keep in the discourse going. I think it's necessary in times like this to do that. Yeah. Alright. Um back to Pythagoras. Pythagoras proposed a radical idea for his time. So that's the reason why uh, I came to him somehow. So he said that everything is number. I mean this concept abstract and profound, laid actually the groundwork for our understanding of the universe. I mean, it's crazy. It's a concept that resonates with us even more today in an era where our lives are increasingly digitized and our world is understood through the lens of data and algorithms. I mean, for me it's still very amazing and, and very abstract to understand everything. and. Imagine that we speak about Pythagoras, he is um, 570 BC, you know, so he saw numbers not just as tools for counting or measuring, uh, but as the very essence of reality. He believed that the cosmos was an orderly place with every element in it following a numerical pattern. This belief led him to discover mathematical truths such as the Pythagorean theorem, which is a, the cornerstone of geometry. So, I mean, it is amazing. Look him up. I, I just can really today introduce him a little bit, but, but he, he has so many things on board, and it's still, still very difficult to, to discover all of his work. So, because, I mean, he can also be considered the father of harmony. So, for instance, given that his discovery of his of the overtone series and analysis of the acoustics and ratios involved in music have served as the foundation of harmony in Western hemisphere music compositions ever since. So uh amazing discoverings from this man. But I mean he, he was not the first who discovered a lot in this in this this world of numbers so so I would would like to mention that, as we delve into the world of numbers, it's fascinating to consider how our understanding of them has evolved over time in the early days of human civilization. Numbers were deeply tied to symbols. That's the reason why I mentioned in the last episodes of the symbolics the symbols to understand where our cognitive thinking is coming from. They were not just abstract concepts, but carried rich meanings and associations. Um, take for example the ancient Egyptians. They used a system of hieroglyphs, hieroglyphen we say in Germany, to represent numbers with, with different symbols for units, tens, hundreds and so on. A single stroke represented the number one, A heel bone represented 10. A curl of rope represented 100. So these symbols were not just practical tools for counting or measuring, but were imbued with cultural and spiritual significance. I might come into that maybe on a later stage again, if it's needed So, as we moved into the digital age, our relationship with numbers has become more abstract, more analytical, but I believe there is value in reconnecting with the symbolic understanding of numbers more and more somehow. It can enrich our perspective, add depth to our interactions with the numerical world. It reminds us as well that numbers are not just cold, impersonal data points, but can be symbols stories, expressions of human experience. So as we navigate this digital age, let's not forget the symbolic roots of numbers. Let's strive to see the stories behind the data, the human experiences behind the algorithms. Because at the end of the day, numbers are not just about quantity, but also about quality. They are not just about measuring the world, but about understanding it. Fast forward to the 21st century and we find ourselves living in a world that Pythagoras might have dreamed of. Our digital age is a testament to his philosophy. Everything we do online, every piece of digital technology we use, every app, every game, every digital artwork is underpinned by numbers, by the binary code of zeros and ones. Don't forget that. I mean, just as Pythagoras. Uh, I don't know. No, I mean is it Pythagoras or Pythagoras? I say Pythagoras because that's the way how, how I I pronounce it in German. So just as Pythagoras saw the universe in terms of numbers, we see our digital world in terms of data. We quantify everything from our daily steps to our sleep patterns now, from our social interactions to our shopping habits. We use algorithms to predict behavior, to create art, to understand our world. In a way, we are all Pythagoreans now, (laughs) somehow. But what does this mean for us as individuals and as a society? I am questioning and I ask myself, how does this numerical view of the world shape our perceptions, our decisions, our relationships? And what does it mean for our creative expressions, for art, for culture? These are the questions we'll be exploring in this episode as we delve into the fascinating world of Pythagoras and his enduring influence on our digital age. So let's delve deeper into what this means for us as individuals and as a society. Living in a world where everything is quantified, where our lives are distilled into data points can be both empowering and disconnecting. I think everyone feels it and uh, everyone knows where I'm coming from. So, On one hand, this numerical view of the world gives us unprecedented control. We can track our health, optimize our routines and make informed decisions based on data. We can use algorithms to predict trends, solve complex problems and even create art. But on the other hand, this data-driven reality can feel dehumanizing. I wonder, are we reducing the richness of human experience to mere numbers? Are we losing sight of the qualitative aspects of life that can't be measured or quantified? These questions become more, even more pressing when we consider our relationships in a world where social interactions are increasingly mediated by digital platforms. We risk reducing people to their data profiles, we swipe right or left based on calculated attractiveness scores, we judge people's words based on their follower count, we tailor our messages based on what an algorithm suggests. And what about art? and culture. In the realm of creativity, the influence of Pythagoras' philosophy is undeniable. Digital art, generative art, data visualization, these are all expressions of the numeric view of the world to show us that numbers can be beautiful, that data can tell compelling stories. Somehow. I mean, I research a lot in digital art in... And even in, in data visualization art, which is nowadays already an art, you know. So, but at the same time, we must ask are we losing something in this translation of life into data? Is there a risk that art becomes a mere product of algorithms devoid of human touch and emotion? I mean,
0: especially in, uh,
1: nowadays in times where everyone has heard about artificial intelligence. So, so, so so, so, as we navigate this digital age, these are the questions we must grapple with. That's a fact. We must strive to find a balance to harness the power of numbers without losing sight of our humanity. Because at the end of the day, we are more than just data points, my friends. More than just data points in the vast numerical cosmos. Don't forget that. So how do we strike a balance? How do we harness the power of numbers without losing our human touch? So I believe the answer lies in embracing both the quantitative and the qualitative aspect of life. We must learn to use data and algorithms as tools and not as dictators of our lives. That is one of the secrets. We must remember that behind every data point is a human story a unique individual with their own experiences, emotions, and perspectives. I think if we really can achieve that, we are not completely lost. Not yet, I would say. In our relationships, we must strive to see beyond the numbers. We must remember that people are more than their profiles, more than their follower counts, more than the sum of their data points. We must cultivate genuine connections based on empathy and understanding, not just on algorithmic compatibility. And in the realm of art and culture, we must remember that creativity is not just about generating novel patterns or visualizations. It's about expressing our human experiences, our emotions, our visions for the world. It's about connecting with others on a deep emotional level. Even in the most data-driven art, the human touch is what makes it resonate with us. So as we continue to navigate this digital age, let's keep these thoughts in mind. Let's strive to be mindful Pythagoreans, embracing the power of numbers, but never losing sight of our humanity. Because at the end of the day, we are not just numbers in the cosmos. We are human beings, with all our complexity, creativity and capacity for connection. As we have been exploring the influence of Pythagoras and his philosophy that everything is a number, I find myself reflecting on my own relationship with mathematics. I mean, as a child I must confess, Mathematics and I were not the best friends. The abstraction of numbers, these rigid formulas, these seemingly equations, they felt distant, detached from the vibrant, tangible world I was so curious about. I was drawn to the arts, to the realm of colors and shapes, emotions and stories. So, mathematics, with its cold prediction and abstract concepts, seemed like a foreign land for me completely. I mean, uh, it was far too abstract. So, but. As I grew older, as I delved deeper into the world of art and creativity, I began to see, probably as well like Pythagoras somehow, mathematics in a new light. I mean, he was just going 40. It's unbelievable. Uh, so so I, I maybe realized with, with, with 30, 35, I realized that numbers like paint or clay are a medium They are tools we use to understand and shape the world. The abstraction that once felt daunting now, felt liberating, it opened up a world of possibilities, a space where the mind could play and explore. And the more I explored, the more I saw the echoes of Pythagoras' philosophy around me. Like if you research uh, all of a sudden everything, what, what you research, comes and, and very vivid out of, of nowhere, it reveals something new. So in the rhythm of music, in the symmetry of nature, in the pixels of digital art everywhere, I saw the dance of numbers, like Kandinsky, which is a Russian artist. Um, I realized that mathematics is not just about solving equations, it's about finding patterns, making connections Uncovering the hidden order and the chaos—it's the language of the universe, the language of art, actually. So, so I think as well that that programmers are are very creative and and somehow for sure another another species of of artists. So, to all those who, like me, felt alienated by the abstraction of mathematics, I say, give it another chance. Look behind the formulas and equations. See, try to see the beauty, the creativity, the art in numbers. Because as Pythagoras taught us, everything is a number. And uh, I think it helps me as well to survive and, and in a world which goes more and more colder and and uh, where where an elbow society is getting more and more just into numbers, I really try still to be positive. Well, dear listeners, we've reached the end of another episode of Attitude. I hope our journey through the world of numbers has left you with some food for thought and perhaps a newfound appreciation for our friend Pythagoras. As you go about your week, remember to look for the stories behind the numbers, the human experiences behind the data, and remember whether you are calculating the tip at a restaurant or admiring a piece of digital art. You are part of the grand dance of numbers that Pythagoras envisioned. Now, in the spirit of our numerical theme, let me say goodbye in a unique way. Four five twenty twelve, five six nineteen three eight twelve nine three eight signing off. For those of you playing along, that's my name, Detlef Schlesien numbers, with each number representing the position of the corresponding letter in the alphabet. So until next time, have a lovely week and remember in the words of Pythagoras, numbers is the ruler of forms and ideas and the cause of gods and demons. So, see you next week. Artie Confession, Sunday 10 a.m. Bye-bye. You're the
0: You have listened to Artitude, West Cork's first art, fashion, and design podcast. RT2 never so close again ah. That was too close